All right, everybody, welcome back to the Anti-Politics Podcast. My name is Rob Reynoso. With me again are my great friends, Rachel Nelson and Alan Lemp. What's up, y'all? How you doing? What's up? Doing great, man. Fucking happy Monday. It certainly is a Monday. Is it a good one for you, too? It's been an interesting Monday. It started off kind of... Um, Hectic. We'll just sit it that way. We had a bunch of different stuff we had to get ready for school and we didn't have to take winter gear, but we had to take the projects and all that other stuff. And so we walked out the door without the projects and had to turn around and go back. So, you know, it was one of those days where it just didn't quite start off smooth. But my, one of my dear friends came over and we spent the morning hanging out, went to lunch. So it it came back around. We're doing better. Nice. Yeah, I was just sitting here with back-to-back -back meetings making Monday hate me. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Yep. Fuck, gotta embrace Fuck you, it. Monday. Fuck you, Monday. You gotta make Monday your bitch. <laughs> oh, 100%. Every week. I stack myself up on Mondays every single week because I'd rather be crazy busy at the beginning of the week and then slide nice and easy into the fucking weekend. That's my goal. doesn't always work out that way, but hey, nothing in life is perfect. You got to roll the punches, pivot, evolve, and keep going forward. Speaking of evolving, we uh, got a great sponsor called My AR Kit. Go to myarkit.com because the photo album has evolved, and it's something you can pass on to future generations to come for free. And check it out because you even get a free month on us using our code DYFWH2O. That's myarkit.com. Yes, yes. Great place to save pictures. Uh, I've been very explicit on the pictures that I saved there, but um, you know, we won't rehash that. Just go listen to past episodes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We all know Alan. We've heard it a few times at this point. Hey, if the feds are going to look, they're going to see something funny or they're going to see something they don't want to see. You know what I mean? That's the best way to do it. <laughs> Keep it interesting. Yep. Make them quit their job or convert to our side. It's the way to go. Yeah, so the uh, the topic of this episode is about making healthy choices and taking it a step further to create healthy goals. So Alan was kind of talking about it a little bit there, how he likes to have everything kind of roll through nice and smooth from the weekend into the weekday as one nice big transition. Um, just little things that you can do to accomplish this include meal prepping, sitting down, setting the budget, balancing the checkbook, whatever you want to call it. Um, setting a plan like your schedule, uh, putting everything on a calendar in your phone, on the, on the refrigerator, wherever you put it. Uh, these are really, really important. Organizing yourself is probably the greatest impact that you can make on your entire life. Mm -hmm. And like, that's just not, it's for everybody. It's not just, you know, only certain people should do this. I know everybody should do this. It will bring peace to your life and peace as we know it brings freedom. So, hey. Yes. And you can't help anybody else until you help yourself. 
got to have yourself square and whole and then take care of your family and then take care of community. Um, that's really what it comes down to in my book. And we've, I know we've preached this day in, day out on these episodes, but uh, you guys can't hear this kind of stuff enough. Take care of yourself first before you try to take care of anybody else. Make sure you're in a good spot before you try to use the energy or the spoons that you have left to try to help other people and help the people that are most immediate in your life second, and then help your local community, whether that is online or physically local um, from there. Now, one of the things I like to do, Rob, are you OCD about your calendar? Because I'm fucking OCD no. about my calendar. Rachel, I, uh, I, I know you are. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> so one of the things I do, like I have everything booked for my day, especially like my work day down to like 15 minute intervals um, and everything's fucking color coded. Everything is just if somebody wants to put time on my calendar, they see it's open. It is open. Like there's no question about it. Like they don't have to call me like, Hey, is this able to be done? Is it open? Yeah. Well then it can be done. Um, I'm hundred percent OCD about that kind of stuff. And that bleeds over in my personal life too. I have two calendars. I got my personal calendar and I have my work calendar. Um, I so do too. Uh, you got to, as far as I'm concerned, um, especially, well, with my job at least, and, you know, kids and that kind of stuff. Um, Cause like they, they have too many damn activities I pay for. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, the yeah. activities every time, all the time. I, I, yeah. Will Farrell and John Riley, uh, they always talk about so much time for activities. There's so much room for uh -huh. activities. I'm out of room. I'm out of time for activities. Um, they, they, they want to do other stuff. I'm like, no, you got to drop something. We are out every night of the week doing something for you girls. <laughs> what do you mean you want to do basketball now? <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. They do that. They when wait and they're like, that in? yeah, when are we adding that to the list? My boys are the same. They have, you know, jujitsu and boxing and then they have baseball coming up and then they've now decided that as soon as baseball ends they want to do football and so it's like it instead of having like baseball season that was encompassing like two three months now it's like all year we have some sort of sport event tournament thing going on always so much fucking sports ball um my my yeah. youngest daughter she wanted to quit dance last week because she thought cheer she's gonna do cheer this year for the first time she's finally old enough and she wanted to quit dance last week because she thought cheer started next month. And she thought dance was going to get in the way. I'm like, sweetheart, let me explain what a calendar looks like to you and what a football season looks like to you on that calendar. Um, and then all of a sudden she was like, oh, so I can keep doing dance right now? We're like, yeah, like cheerleading doesn't start till you know, this month. And she's like, oh, okay, I'm going to keep doing dance then. <laughs> yeah. We've had to explain the rotation because like my youngest was like, I want to wrestle. I want to do baseball. I want to do football. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, wait, I don't have to pick. And I was like, well, if we sit down and look, the seasons are ending back to back. It'll be a tight interchange there. There won't be much of a break, but yes, you can make all of them. And I'm going, oh man, there's no break, but this is their chance to get to do that, which is one of the things that I find very important when I have that separate schedule for the kids' activities and family activities is because they get the one shot. I'm not going to miss out on football because I don't want to drive to football every night. That is that is not the way I'm going to parent. So even though on the inside, I'm like, man, yeah. I got to do it all year. The other side of me is like, and then in 10 years, I'll look back and go, man, we did football all year and that was a blast. So 
nose down and just enjoy every moment as you go because it's one shot. And it, it goes for full circle of what we were talking about last week. Again, that balance, right? You got to structure in time for the parents and, and that decompression time because we are running them kids around all day or day to make sure that they get the life they want and can do everything they want. And if we're just doing that, you're going to get so burnt out. Yeah. So burnt out. Well, one of the things is this. This is one of my safe blow-off valves is what I kind of call it. This is the place I get to come and just be like, this is for us. My time. I don't have to think about what I'm saying much. <laughs> it's a free zone. <laughs> yep. And I just get to look at Rob's fuzzy head and think about how much I want to rub it. I'll just go. <laughs> I know. Nice, it's a little thicker. No, you guys are definitely saying a lot of good shit. Um, I'd say like a quick hack to condense all that into one like tactic that you can use to fix yourself, I guess you could call it, is to have like a jar and you want to fill it with different size of different sizes of rocks. So like, you know, decent sized, you know, big ones down to like medium sized, maybe some pebbles and then the rest is sand. So four different sizes. Um, you don't want to fill it with all the sand first. The sand is all like, sand is like the stuff that you do, um, like you could go without it, like stopping at McDonald's on the way home from work or um, getting junk food at the store or um, spending extra money on takeout or on the movies or some kind of entertainment or subscription or even consumer debt, like using your credit card to buy clothes, like clothes that you don't necessarily need. And then like the biggest size rock is like, if you don't do this, you're going to die. You're going to be in bad health. You're going to go hungry, you know, like just, you're going to be homeless. So shit, that's pretty much essential for your survival. So like, yeah, you want to put all those in there first, I reckon. Um, because if you put from the other direction first, you're going to have like, a jar that's half filled with sand. And when you go to put the important shit in there, I guarantee you that it's not all going to fit where mm -hmm. if you put all the big stuff first and then go backwards, you know what I mean? Like you, you prioritize yourself and your tasks that you need to accomplish, then you can eventually fill the void spaces with the sand, like all the shit that, that you wanted in the first place versus all the shit that you needed, which I think we talked about several episodes ago. And don't forget how even after all that, you got room for your fucking water. Bro. Always. Always. <laughs> <laughs> now we're all thirsty. We're like, shit, now we gotta take a second and drink. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's actually a really, really good talk I've seen many a times in the past. Uh, about that conversation where it's a professor at a college and he starts talking, he has a jar and he fills it with rocks. He's like, can anything else fit in this? And everybody's like, no. So then he gets like pebbles and he fills it with pebbles. And he's like, oh, well, obviously there was room for this. Can anything else fit in here? And they're like, no. So then he gets a jar of sand and he starts pounding on the, the jar and filling it with sand, pounding it out, let it settle. And they're like, can anything else fit in this? And they're like, no. And then he's like, ha, ha, ha. You guys forgot about this water pitcher I had in the back, bitch, and fills it up with water to the top. And he's like, "Now see, you know, basically same point that you were talking about for everything. 
but I, th- I think it's a really good lesson and that you need to be reminded of uh, on a regular basis that no matter how many big things you have in your life, you got medium size, you got small things, you got really small things that you got to fit into your life as well, too, and have that total balance. Um, also, uh, don't get sand in your vagina or your butthole. Nobody wants a sandy <laughs> vagina or butthole. <laughs> no, uncomfortable, not what you want. If you take anything away from that, that's it. It's tonight's main point, right? <laughs> Yeah, try to, to hold a straight face. <laughs> I just can't do it. Um, like wait for Rob to take a sip. Uh, let's see him spit water out. I love how we all talk about it, and we have the little banner go by, and you look at all of us, and we're like grabbing our water as discreetly and quickly as possible, because as soon as we say it, it becomes that second nature, which is that repetition of continuing to drink it. It becomes second nature to the point where. Alan says water and almost like, oh, yeah, we should probably grab some of that. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's part of that schedule as much as you don't realize that you shouldn't write in. I mean, maybe to start, but you don't necessarily have to write in water every few minutes. But it'll start the repetition with that will also lead into the habit forming of other things. Because you're also going to have a hell of a time trying to figure out how to balance it because you're going to go to the bathroom a lot. That's probably my least favorite part. Fig- that, figuring out too. like how much I actually needed it and when I needed it. Yeah. So did, did you guys do any uh, like – Pavlov training for yourself when you were trying to drink more water. Like personally, I changed my text message to like a beep, um, like a, a loud noise. So every time I got a text message, I would drink water. Every time I got a phone call, like I would have a certain thing, I, I would drink water. So now if I hear these noises, I'm just like, oh, I got to drink my fucking water. I've been hit it for like 10 minutes or whatever and just keep going that way. And I, I told my brother to do this. And he decided the best beep on his text messages is the same beep that you use when you're out doing shooting training drills. So now <laughs> every time I fucking hang out with him and just sitting there and he gets a text, it's like beep. And I'm like, oh! <laughs> every single fucking time, whether I have my pistol on me or not, like I was spending the night at his house because I was up in his area last week for stuff. And uh, his text messages, were, he was getting blown up by a couple friends. So we're just sitting there watching a movie. I'm wearing like my jogging pants and a hoodie. And it goes, beep. And I'm like, yep. <laughs> Every single time. But if I had my pistol on me, I still do it. It's just, it's habit. You train yourself. If you hear that noise, that's what you do. So you hear that noise, you drink your fucking water. You hear a certain noise, and you drink your fucking water. <laughs> It's a good way to start. It'll become second nature, but things like that are a good way to start. And it's, it's like you said, it can be training for lots of different things. Yeah. I also have a certain beep for every time I hear that I get online and I bully the ATF. That's a good one. We should all have that one. Oh, yes. That's the good. Bully sound. We need that. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah, I think, um, I think that was good that we covered that, how to organize yourself and make a plan. Um, Moving forward, do you guys have anything interesting that you wanted to talk about before we move on? If we're talking about like bettering yourself and learning new things, I think everybody should learn how to milk cats. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You can milk anything with nipples, right? Anything. That's that's the rule, isn't it? <laughs> like this. 
I got nipples, uh, Ray. You can, can you milk, milk me? You can milk the Wendigo. Does you the Wendigo have nipples? It's a little bit different so. effect, though. It's it's not as much pinching as it is. <laughs> we'll stop there. Does the <laughs> Wendigo like have of, hot dog nips? Yeah. Say, how you're like this? I'm like how nipples of that size? Like some, I don't know. Some, some little corn dogs hanging off. Uh, you don't want to. You don't want to get grapes by a Wendigo. So you got to take care of it first, and then become your friend. The Wendigo is the grapest. Yeah. That is a phenomenal video, which I show to people the all the time, by the way. Yeah, yeah you guys have, dude, whitest kids you know, the greatest, one of the best videos they ever made. Actually, I would call it the second best video they ever made. Uh, Trevor did that one uh, about the White House and free speech and things like that. And that's probably the best video that they've ever made, period. It's probably why he uh, is he got unalived. <laughs> unalived, yeah. 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 He was he was fine one moment, and then all of a sudden he just wasn't weird how uh, weird how that happens. And how videos had, uh, disappear too. There's lots of video in silly videos. There's a video I used to watch as a kid in high school gone. But then you think that that stupid video is gone, and then you start looking for things, and they've just taken shit off, like just gone. You can look and look and look, and it's hard to find them just through normal avenues because. They've decided it's not worth the space or that it's offensive or whatever reason bullshit they use. It's just disappeared. Mm -hmm. Like my accounts. <laughs> oh, what? 87 of them? No, it's more than that. He's probably over 100 now. I'm at, I'm at 92. 92 between Facebook Allegedly. And Allegedly 92 uh, accounts. In uh, Minecraft. 90, 92 that I'll admit. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. I have some trolling accounts that I don't put in that number because I don't want people to know it's me. That's fair. That's fair. Talk about Steve, you, Nathan Harmon. Nathan Harmon, dude, that guy is a fucking cock, dude. I couldn't believe it. Like, I couldn't believe it. Dude, the <laughs> fact that... We you have to draw a line, man. You have to fucking, like, at some point, you have to be like, okay, what I'm doing is fucking wrong. And I'm not only jeopardizing my entire career, but the fucking name of my family. Yes, he continues to fucking proceed to press. To press the fucking issue as far as he can to see what he can go away with. Dude, this is like sociopathic behavior. And then watch, when he fucking goes for re-election, he's running again, by the way. He's going to be like, oh, no, I didn't have any charges. Just well, like the most sociopath fucking route that he can possibly take. I guarantee he's going to take that. Because that was part of the deal that he took. Like, the, he didn't want to get charged with shit. Okay, so I just pulled up uh, his post uh, that he made about talking about his re-election or going for re-election. Dude, this shit is the cuckiest shit I've seen in a very long time. Can you upload um, it and put it up there from your uh, side? Did I give you that permission? Here, hold on. I will. I will send you the link real quick on Signal because I'm a. Uh, you have to email it to that account, and I can put it on there. It's, a, it's just a Facebook post, man. Oh. Um, but, but like you were and, saying, the fact is, and, is it's in his thing. He can get away with it because of how he decided to walk away from his last position. The way he worded it and did it, he doesn't have any sort of criminal record. Yeah, walk away. Uh, after admitting everything that he did illegally, um, he walked away. And of course, again, because he was part of the system, he wasn't put 
into the system. So now he's doubling down like a fucking cucky just uh, let me just read it before I get too angry and start expelling out a bunch of <laughs> inflammatory shit. Um, so Nathan Harmon, I can no longer stand to watch your voice be stolen. It's your voice that matters to me with the outpouring of messages, phone calls, conversations. I am compelled to protect the citizens of this country. It is for these reasons that Ange and I, his wife have had some serious conversations and we together decided I will run again as your sheriff. I'm so Boo. happy. So happy that his wife was in on that conversation. They decided together. Um, it's really, really nice of them to decide together to just try to put their family in a situation where you know I really fucking can't stand that. Dude. It's fucking like the worst setup that you can possibly fucking go with. Yeah. I want to run a business or fucking do an endeavor with my spouse. That is like the worst. I mean, more power to the people who can fucking pull that shit off. But uh, for, for those who know, and there are those who know, it is one of the most fucking ridiculously chaotic situations that you can fucking thrust yourself into ever. <laughs> like a co, like a co, like both doing it as a team. Fuck that. Well, yeah. I mean... Let's be that, honest. That's a line crossed. <laughs> when you are married, you're already building that entire team. You live every single yeah. day have happen to be that team. Once you add in expecting to do a business or something like that on top of just the normal marriage team building, it's just there is a level of you need to have a little separation. And that's not from your spouse. That's not from your kids specifically. That's from your best friend. That's from the three of us sitting here. There's days where we don't communicate all day because it's not personal it's just space you have the same person 24 7 that's mental somebody's Folks, going to snap we are dealing with a joint account here these, yeah. these are joint account people yeah i i, I need my time yes. man I need, to, I need to pamper myself i need to put that robe on the cucumbers on my eyes have somebody come in paint my nails drink my champagne and put my fucking pain. That's pain, dude. You're fucking drinking like what? What are you drinking? Rum or gin? What do you drink? Bourbon. bourbon. Well, this is bourbon. Yeah, I, I drink yeah. a lot of rum and coke. Is like my normal like go to. But bourbon. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm in South Ohio, Northern Kentucky area. Uh, bourbon is life down here. Did you see the amount of comments of people supporting him too? They don't know. They, they, well, don't, they don't know better. They, we also don't know if those are bots either. That's yeah, yeah, true, but it was still disgusting to see. It was still I just... Saw, I saw the same comment or slightly varied comment over and over and over, um, which to me screams he went out and hired a marketing company to get a bunch of bots on his stuff to go back after this position and try to regain uh, his... Positive public image, let's say, uh, and get past what happened. But like, it, it did not seem like a bunch of real people. And there was way too many people going after him for months before that for uh, him to all of a sudden have so many people reaching out all of a sudden. Down. Where were all those people reaching out asking you to stay in before you fucking stepped out? Hmm? Nope, they would no have said something. 
Yeah. yeah. No comment was ever made about that. He didn't say we had an outreach of support of thousands of people asking me to stay here, even though this happened. So I'm going to stay and I'm going to face the fucking thing head on. And here we go. Let's let's fucking go kind of thing. No, he fucking stepped away, bounced out. Now he's like, oh, I got all this out love and support after I walked away. Fuck you. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Quit fucking lying. He's been he's a liar to begin with. Well, well that's the whole point. Yeah. yeah, he's been lying this entire time. That's why I was like, no, these are fucking bots. I don't believe a single thing that's happening on your page right now for any support for you going back to this. And I will gladly drive the fuck out there with a bunch of other people. Fuck, I'll rent a bulldozer and put it right in front of the fucking sheriff's office. And we'll put a big old gang flag on top of that. And just as a symbolic gesture of what could happen if he keeps fucking around and finding out. Yeah. And in the meantime, if you're listening, go onto his campaign page, go say something, make sure people are seeing it, whether they're bots or not, people are seeing that <laughs> post the videos, like whether you're in his state or not, this kind of stuff that goes unchecked is spreading. So the moment you get on there and at least say, I mean, it feels like a small piece, but those sorts of small pieces have a domino effect. Get on there. Say this is bullshit. Say, look what he did. This is absolute lying. Bull crap. Like he did this stuff for his family. What means he won't do it again? And is it not going to get worse and worse and worse if he gets away with it? Like these are the things that need to be said to everybody to be seen because it's just something that if this sheriff can do it and he keeps doing it, what's to say that your sheriff in your town is not going to decide, well, Shit, my daughter can drive drunk, and I'm just going to let her go. Yeah, and we will happily put the link to this in our comments uh, after we post this episode and everything, too. Because fuck this dude. 100%. Fuck. I can just put it in there right now. I'll give you the link. I'll type it in there. Yeah, yeah. Fuck this dude. Anybody can. A spiked-ass dildo. Copy-pasted. <laughs> Copy-pasta. Yeah, copy pasta that shit, Mike. Um, God, I fucking hate him so much. Get your blood pressure up. Just ridiculous. Get, gets, gets me all worked up and angsty. Um, yeah, he's he's uh he's on that list of people I want to slap in the face. You know, like there's there's a, there's, there's a small list of people I don't know that I've never interacted with in real life, but I'm like, if I ever see you in real life, like I really just, I'm going to have to hold myself back or I'm just going to slap the fuck out of you. <laughs> and it's it's going to, it's going to be a pimp smack too. Um, yeah. You know, Steph Curry's on that list. Uh, I, I'm not sure why I hate him so much. It's just that, that fucking grin that he has and his egotistical ass. Um, who else is on that? Nathan Harmon. And then we have, uh, oh, that, that fucking, uh, that guy that bought that Wu-Tang CD. He was the most punchable man in the world there for a while. Um, ran that uh, medical company. Had that fucked up looking face. You guys, <laughs> that you know doesn't help. About? No. Uh, hold on. Most You'll find punchable it. man and country that ran a pharmaceutical he jacked up all the AIDS medication prices. Martin Shkreli. Martin Shkreli. Wow. Calling him out right now. Martin Shkreli, if I ever come across you, I'm slapping you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what did the five fingers say to the face? Slap. <laughs> Slap. <laughs> Slap. <laughs> Slap. 
slapping that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I think that we could definitely make a, a list. If so, those sorts of lists are always fun to build, you know, Ooh, for our yeah. for our adventures. Let's, let's see what kind of lists we can build here. Yeah, if, if you guys are uh, if you guys want to help us build the slappable list, uh, the most slappable people in the country list, please comment and let us know who you think are the most slappable people and why they deserve it. There's got to be a reason why. It can't just be like, oh, well, he passed this one time, or uh, I, I I was at a bar, I went to the bathroom, they came back and they're they're talking to my wife, my girlfriend. There's got to be good reason behind it. Like you know, they just they just look. Like they need slap. That's an acceptable reason sometimes too. It is. I, I'll take that. We'll we'll take that into account for sure. Mm, yeah, and then we'll yeah. we'll build a list, and then we'll we can we can do a poll. You know, pick the top then, five, top ten. Yeah, and then we will give away. Uh, and once we get our merch going, we'll give away a free T-shirt every time somebody has video uh, of slapping the number one person. <laughs> Uh, on that list and public if you have a video of it and you, you guys will get a t-shirt okay sounds good to me i'm in i'm gonna make the list too so this is how this is how anarchy works you check people when they need checked mass non-compliance and that's not just in this case and it's not just slapping people and that's it's a very blanket term but that can be part of mass non-compliance slapping people yeah i think we need you know. to we need to add a slapping policy subsector into the mass non-compliance uh, thing. I agree. It's part that we should add in there. There's there's yeah, we, little subsection. Yeah. Yeah. Slapability footnote. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We need to put together a book. The slapability note will be in there. We'll have you know acceptable behavior when you're on the gun range. The important things in life. There'll be some stuff in there too. Make sure you shit before you go to the gym. Water is life. Always. These are the things. Always <laughs> shit before you go to the gym. The, the shit you don't want to fucking blast a fucking missile across the fucking floor from the fucking leg press machine. I'm talking like fucking mortars, baby. I'm talking like firing hot ones downrange. Like you don't even know that shit is fucking devastating. It will it will kill. Yeah, yeah, It'd be a really shitty situation. Yeah, the, I think the worst is like when you get to the gym and you gotta poop like that, or you get out of the shower and all of a sudden the second you get out of the shower, you're like, oh, god damn, I gotta take a shit. And it's just it's a like curse. a monster. It's a monster. Like, well, it's a good thing I took a fucking shower then, huh? Yeah, <laughs> dirty <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah. So that's where the bidets come in handy. That's why you should have, that's why everybody should have a bidet. Uh, you can you can dry yourself off and then you can you can take a poop and you'd be clean with the bidet. Have you have I, you actually tried one? Yeah. They're weird. Uh, I I just I use Windex and paper, I use Windex and paper towels. <laughs> a squeegee. You got a poop knife. Like a real man. You got a poop knife. Fucking yeah. cut, cutting logs. Fucking cutting logs, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no, dude. You know. Fucking god damn it. <laughs> what I was gonna say. The fucking um speaking of cutting logs, what am I gonna say after that? <laughs> so you know have you, have you seen the poop knives they sell online? Yes, it's, it's disturbing. They're they're 
quite long, and they're silicone coated <laughs> with an antimicrobial silicone coating, which is nice. Um, like the, the first time I ever had somebody send me a link to it, I thought they were joking around. I was like, "This can't be no way." So I did a search, and I was like, "There are far too many poop knives for sale that popped up right now for this not to be a real thing." Like, why are there? It, it the search had thirty five pages of results for shopping on Google. 35 yeah, real. pages. And this was like years ago. Years ago. I was like, God damn, family poop knives are real thing. How, how I got how many toilets? How many poop knives do I need? Do I treat it like the <laughs> what's the ratio? In one bathroom? And then I I like do I keep it in like a really tall cup and just take it to the toilet and <laughs> eat it? Or what's going on with this? Like, it doesn't have any direction other than, like, you take the knife and you cut the poop before you flush it so it doesn't clog the toilet, right? But who's who's dropping logs this big? <laughs> this big on a regular basis? And if so, you know, maybe too. you should think about drinking water differences in your personal life. You know, just saying. Um you know, just just saying, little little differences. Not it's a real thing. You don't it want is the big differences. You want the the little differences. Originalpoopknife.com. Reading big differences. Yeah, dude, it, think, it really is. They came out around the same time as the Shiwi, so I had to do different inspections into those things because that was one that I was like, "There's no way." And then it's it's real. It's a real real thing. No, I have not tried it. I haven't had an opportunity and I'm not buying one to give it a shot. So we're not affiliated with them. I know. Just, I know a couple just to prove it is a real thing. I know a couple, I know no a couple affiliation. that have it and they all got it for when they go camping and hiking and stuff like that. Uh, and they abide by it. They're like, I just keep a little bit of tight. They break up toilet paper and like certain sections and fold it up and put it in bags. Yeah. And they go hiking. Like, uh, and they use the Shiwi and they're like, it's great. I get to like write my name in the snow for the first time in my life or whatever it might be. Uh, but they don't have to squat in the middle of a hiking trail. They can piss off the side of it. You know, I'm sold. I may have to do that. <coughs> hiking is one of my favorite things in the world. And we all know, well, all of you females out there know if you have to pee while hiking, there's always an adventure to that. It just is. It's not, it's, there's never a smooth transition there. And and nobody wants poison ivy or poison sumac on their vagina. No. Use the shiwi. Use the shiwi. <laughs> I'm gonna have get to it, do that. Yeah. Use use the shiwi and keep a shanwow in your kit to <laughs> wipe up whatever the shiwi didn't get. All right. Because everybody knows the shanwow absorbs more. A little bit of hand sanitizer to shoot it down. Done. Good to go. Yep. All clean. Or, or some Windex if you're Greek. There you go. Problem solved. Yeah, so Texas is fucking hot, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is fucking yeehaw, buddy. Ye fucking haw, dude. Um, I, I do like how Abbott and a couple other people from Texas, a couple of sheriffs and stuff, were like, yeah, basically all that passed so they can come cut it. They don't have anything saying we can't replace it or we have to remove it. Yeah. It's just they, they can come do this. Yeah, they can cut it if they want to, but they can't they can't force them to take it down and they can't like charge them with anything at this point to take it down. But it's still it's 
it's pretty crazy to me how that's all going down because it's showing the fact that the federal government is willing to push on that. Like without so, question, like it's something that's been out there, but this is, yeah. a, they will do this. So I, I made a post about this last night or the night before, I think it was last night. Um, and I think it's funny that this, the federal government is now attacking states' rights again for the second time in, in U.S. history, right? The first time it was for an internal resource. Um, I think we all know what that internal resource was for the most part, but it was still attacking states' rights as a whole. Um, this time, for the first time ever, the federal government is attacking states' rights for an external resource or an external reason outside of the country. They are attacking states' rights over not letting an external and we'll call it resource just to be PC on this because I'm not trying to get any haters in our email um, or fucking politicians or reporters. But this has to do with outside of the country business, right? And allowing that to penetrate within our country. And they are attacking states' rights over it. I think that right there says everything you need to know on why they are doing this, why this administration is doing this, why they're going after it this way and everything else. Hey, Chris, smash 100%. Swipe right, smash all day, bro. I, like, come up to Ohio. I got you, buddy. We'll keep our socks on. Um, huh. <laughs> <laughs> but it, 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 really, it really says what their focus is on. They're, they're not worried about the people here they're worried about the people coming in here and they're not worried about even vetting the process. Like I'm, I'm, I'm for open borders, but I'm up for open borders in the correct way. There should be a process to it. There, there should be a certain thing. People can come and go as they please, but there should be a certain process to it in today's world. You shouldn't have 2,500 to 3,000 people crossing over a river every single day and then just flooding hospitals and small towns. People that live there can't get the attention and the needs that they have taken care of or if they're hurt or whatever else it might be. And then when these people all of a sudden get bust and dropped off in certain towns and then people that were champing, oh, keep the borders open, let them all come. And now you got uh, what's his dick face in New York saying we can't handle this many people coming into our city. It's like, oh, weird how the turns have tabled on you there, my guy. Um, and in Naperville, one of the city officials was like, OK, uh, we're going to have a sign up for those residents who are able to house migrants. And nobody showed up. A majority of the people voted to have these fucking open border policies. I mean, like, it's it's weird. Like, it. I, I'm condemning open borders, but I support open borders. That's a fucking, it's not a bad flip when you really look at it. Because right now, they're just fucking, they open the floodgates. Like like Alan said, there's got to be a process. And uh, they open the floodgates. It's, it's causing chaos. They're doing it on purpose. Nobody's fucking done. We see what the fuck's going on. And uh, Texas is right. You know, I, I stand with them for what they're doing. Um, they want nothing but fair treatment for people. And you got to understand that this creates a situation for people like the cartel, for example, to come in and traffic humans and take advantage of the situation, for example. <laughs> Drugs that you don't want in your neighborhoods, you know. <laughs> what up, Susie? <laughs> oh, Susie, well, Chris, I, I love you guys so much. It comes to <laughs> 
full circle too. Like we were just talking at the beginning about taking care of yourself first and then taking care of the people around you. And it's pretty, pretty amazing that in this entire thing, it feels as if they are skipping that step. Like, I don't want to sound like America first is the only way, but quite honestly, when it comes to stuff like this, when we have people on our side of the border, our people, like, again, I don't want to be castrated for that, but our people suffering and starving and are unable to take care of themselves. The last thing we need to do is start putting resources and time outside of our group. And that, like I said, I don't want to sound like a bitch in that state, but it's just the same thing as we were talking about. We have to take care of ourselves first. Yeah. hundred percent. And don't worry, Rachel, you have no word of ever being castrated. Um, <laughs> well, that's, that's basic survival. That's how you survive. I mean, that's, part of the process, you know, in order to help other people. And that's like, that's a whole conversation in itself. There's so much fucking nuance to that. Uh, you, you can only help so many people before the, the, that population of people goes out and has kids. And now it's like, what was a hundred people is now like 10,000 people. And it's like, holy fuck, we need to have more trillions of dollars of debt to support this. That's just yeah. not good. Can we just put all this money that we're giving to foreign aid? And I know we're called the Anti-Politics Podcast. And we're going down this polit- political rabbit hole. But this is just basic fucking common sense. We got people living on the streets all over this fucking country. You got veterans not taken care of the way they should be. We got systems and infrastructure, everything that's falling apart. And they're not doing anything to fucking help it. And instead, they're taking all this fucking money and they're giving it in Ukraine or Israel. They say, hey, guys, here's a bunch of money. Go do some war crimes. Well, you're real quick. Or they're saying, hey, we're going to give it to help people come across the border and do this kind of stuff. And then they want to try to say how we should do better. Yeah, that's just crazy. Spicy spicy water today, Susie. I'm I'm on a cleanse. I put a bunch of cayenne and lemonade in there. (laughs) We're the anti-politics politics show today. A little bit of a background, a little... Well, no, I'm talking. Well, no, I'm. I'm like. I don't know about you guys, but I'm strictly talking shit here because um, <laughs> always. That's the I'm point. always talking shit because because what I'm what I'm saying is that it's just humans being trafficked for political reasons, and uh, then the people that you know, like the cartels, like I said, that people don't want here. They don't want those kinds of drugs in their neighborhoods. They don't want that kind of crime going on in their backyard. It's happening because they're supporting the people who are letting it happen. It's not just drugs being trafficked either. This is another big issue about the fucking border and everything else too. It's people. They they it's don't people. want the border locked down because they can't traffic kids across the border if they do. And yeah, that moment of silence was there for a reason. Yeah, it's it's disgusting. You have to let it sink in. I mean, it's not there's it's not that complicated. Like it's that's what they're doing. <laughs> they know that is it is what they're doing. It is not a byproduct of their policies. It, it is a direct result of their actions. Which is another reason why so many states have taken their state guard and sent them down to the border, specifically in Texas right now, to help Texas out with this situation. Because everybody knows what the fuck they are doing and what Biden stands to fucking protect people for. And on the flip side, something that sucks about this is 
I'm all for people moving to better their lives. I'm all for escaping things that are dangerous for your, your home. And there's a lot of people that are coming from other countries that want that. I have friends who've come from other countries. I have family members who've come from other countries because of where they were living being an absolute fucking nightmare. But when we have it open like this and we have no checks and balances like this, there's no protocol. We don't know who or what is being passed across. That is the problem. <clears throat> Sorry, that is the problem I have with it. It's not that there's people coming here needing help. It's the fact that we're letting everyone in in mass numbers. There's no way to know who needs help and who's bringing trouble. Plain and yeah. simple. And Rob and I live in Ohio, one of the most trafficked states in the country for kids. Even like even adults, like my wife knows people who have gone to stop at the grocery store in a nice area and have been subject to a trafficking attempt, a kidnapping attempt. And it happens frequently. You know, it, 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 you have to watch out. You have to keep a good awareness of what's going on. And nothing is as it seems sometimes, unfortunately. I wish you could just take people... <laughs> Honestly, all the time, but you know, it's we live in a really fucked up world where you have to really pay attention to what's going on, and that's why you got to fucking train hard as fuck as much as you can and do your dry fire training every day, at least exercise and stay fit, right? Know how to find yourself in space that, that alone will increase your survival tenfold. And train your fucking kids, people. Teach your kids yes. knife work. Teach them knife safety. That's one of the few things that you can really do at a young age that they can carry around with them when you're out going to malls or doing this, whatever else. If they know how to carry a knife handily, know how to take care of somebody with it properly, I mean, this could be five, six, seven, eight years old. They don't have to be that old to know some just basic knife stuff, basic knife work. And then teach them how to use handguns and how to use rifles. They need to learn and grow up on how they can protect themselves and defend themselves in any kind of situation. Teach them situational awareness training. Teach them how to fucking... When we go to a restaurant, I want them to know why I want this back table so I can see every fucking entrance in this fucking restaurant and everything that's going on back there. Like, no, don't sit me here where my back is to everything. I want to be over there and I want to see everything and teach them why. Explain it to them. And then teach them basic self-defense stuff as well, too. Like, teach them how to punch somebody in the fucking balls. Teach them how to punch somebody in the fucking pussy if they have to. I don't give a shit. It still fucking hurts if you do it right. Basic self-defense training is not just for adults. It's not for teenagers. It is a rite of passion for being alive in this fucking country and in this entire world. It is one of your birthrights, plain and simple. And you should be taught that kind of stuff the second you are able to be taught that kind of stuff. The second they're responsible enough and they have the mindset to understand and comprehend it and do it and not put themselves in danger, they should be taught it. Plain and simple. Well, and, and the you know, I strongly suggest like, yeah, you, you get them enrolled in something like that, not, not just for the discipline, but for the, the functionality as well. And I mean, I do mean something functional like, uh, like jujitsu or something like that something that you can actually use and if, if you're one of those people that says oh jujitsu doesn't work it's because <laughs> your opponent's not fucking just like sitting there in position waiting for you to attack them on the street you can go fuck yourself uh i try to fight 
my friends who were training jujitsu when I was doing karate, and I got my ass fucking handed to me. Fuck you, dude. That shit fucking works. I don't give a fuck what you say. If especially like the way that these these fucking kids are doing it these days, these kids Kicking. are skinny as fuck. They have guns. They have guns and knives, and they're skinny as fuck. If you grab one of those fuckers, you have a fucking shield. Like it's like they're light. You you can grab them. They're big because they have guns, right? And they're such pieces of shit, they're liable to shoot. So you might as well have something between you and them, a.k.a. one of them. So I don't care what you say, that shit works. Take take a class, find a good studio. Um, it works. It works really well. And the earlier you're introducing all this stuff, whether it be guns, knives, martial arts, you make it a commonplace thing. You take away some of that, ooh, ah, oh, this toy that is very dangerous because they already know it's not a toy. They know how to handle it. They know why it's used. They know the yeah. reasons that they have it. The earlier you start that, you actually do have the respect built in a better light. You're not going to run into that moment of, ooh, what is this thing? And then that's when accidents occur. Because in my opinion, majority, if not all, the houses in America should be able to protect themselves and have weapons. So your children should know that when they find that gun or they dig through something because they do that shit, it shouldn't be this magical, new, crazy thing. That's when something wrong happens. They should know at least the basic respect of the gun or the, the knife, the whatever it may be. It doesn't necessarily have to be a gun. Yeah, and you can do a fun test if you guys are worried about it. If you're starting to teach them. What I did is I, I, at first, I did a BB gun, put it on the counter in the kitchen for 10 days. Didn't fucking move. Took a picture, <laughs> had my fucking lines, knew exactly where it was. Didn't fucking move for 10 days. The girls didn't touch it. Next thing I did is I took my bolt carry group out of my, uh, my rifle, my home defense rifle, put it on the kitchen counter for 10 days. Didn't fucking move. Didn't fucking move. You know what that did? That just had them have the mindset that this is a normal thing in this house as well. I'm going to see rifles. I'm going to see pistols. I'm going to see BB guns. I'm going to see all kinds of these things in this house on a regular basis. And that's just a normal thing. And that's the way it should really be, right? You shouldn't be worried. The only time people really worry about this kind of stuff is if they're not training their kids properly. They're not getting the right mindset and they're not putting the right environment to have the ability to, like you were saying, Rachel, to know the safety of everything, how to handle everything and, and be around it. And then you also have to tell your kids too, when your friends come over, they don't fucking go in my room. They, they go nope. in my room. You fucking, you fucking fight them. You yeah, push them really. out of my fucking room or you start screaming and yelling and tell me to come up there or whatever else it might be. Your friends do not go in my fucking room where my stuff is. That's that's a number one rule in my house. Nobody goes in my fucking room. Plain and simple. I know I can trust my girls. I can't trust my kids, friends, and my neighbor's kids and all that kind of stuff. And I don't want something to happen to them. But I know my girls are responsible enough to be like, I, I will literally punch you in the fucking face right now if you try to go in my parents' room. Yeah, I have the same rule. Like, my boys are well aware of where everything is because they have their own rifles in, as well. They stay with me. They are old. They, you know, they're not in their rooms yet. They're still, you know, under 10. So I'm like, we'll just keep them with mom. But they know where they are. They know how to take care of the things. But their friends don't need to be anywhere near it. 
They don't need to go in there and say, oh, look at what I have. If they want to show or talk about it, they need to check it with me. And majority of the time it's going to be, uh, no, their parents aren't here. We don't know how it is, but they know that there's a question there and there is no entering into that room or showing them off. They're not, they're not an ooh, odd ah, prized toy. They are a tool, period. They're not a toy. They're a tool. And that's my boys are raised with that, a tool, because, you know, my husband's a mechanic. So tools are very, you use the tools, you respect the tools. It just works. It flowed easy. Also a great band that should, should make sure they know tool. Oh, they know tool. <laughs> my husband's a big fan. Yeah, and I, I talked to my uh, my neighbor, and my my kids' friends, parents, and all that kind of stuff. And like, hey, obviously we have you know things in the house. Um, if it ever comes up and they're interested, are you okay? I'm very safe, and I'll have them come over and show like how I would do this. But I just want to make sure they understand basic safety as well. I won't tell them where they're at. I'll bring it out and say, hey, if you ever come across this kind of stuff, you can be here when I do it. I'd rather have you be there the first time, but make sure they understand these are the basic safety positions for this. You know, follow these rules when you find something like this, whether it's here or anywhere else. And every single time I've had that conversation with one of my neighbors or my kids, friends, parents, they've all said, yes, please. Next time we're over, let's do that. If they're not a family that has firearms as well, too. Like, let's show them how to handle things safely, how to deal with situations safely, show them, hey, once they have it in their hands and they can hold it and touch it, and it's not like an infatuation thing, right? Like, I've never been able to touch one of these things before, so that's why I want to mess with it. Then it, it goes away. The fascination goes away. They're they're back to their Barbies or Legos or whatever else, and I say that kind of stuff because I'm a girl dad. And I have way too many fucking Barbies in this fucking house. God damn it. You're outnumbered, but I'm outnumbered. I have two sons. I'm all by myself. So I can feel, I feel for you just on the opposite side. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Ra Rachel, we need to combine our households. Um, yeah. You, you <laughs> your husband, your kids just come stay for like a week or something like that. And we'll become unstoppable. Yeah. You can play with some boys Rob, for a while. Rob, I'll sit and play Rob, Barbie. It'll be great. You guys come down. It'll be like uh, like Power Rangers. The Power Rangers. Energy <laughs> politics team assemble. Yeah, Captain Planet. All fucking put our brains together. The power of community. Hydro <laughs> <laughs> homies unite. Hydro <laughs> homies unite. Yeah, water, fire, firearms. <laughs> 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 I like it. It's perfect. It's one of my favorite shows as a kid. It does not hold up. I, I went back as an adult and I was like, you know what? We're going to remember it as it was and love it. I wear my shirt still every once in a while, but we didn't go back. It, it wasn't one that held up. No. I went back and I was like, oh no, why? But it's all good. Just remember it as it was. <laughs> Did you do the uh, oh no face or just oh no? No. I was like, You're oh. Like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> It's like so much of my childhood is a lie. No, uh, Gargoyles held up, so it was good. It came back around. Gargoyles dope. Um, I, there's been rumors they're going to do a, a live action movie with that, but I'm not I've sure heard it's going to happen. Yeah, hmm. we'll see. I'm never hopeful when promises like that come around. Yeah. I'll go because it was my favorite, but I'm ready for them to fuck it up because it was my favorite, and I am going to see things that they may not 
you know, it's just like when you go and see a Marvel movie or a DC movie or something that you've read, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, doesn't matter, something that you've read and lived on, you go watch it and you're like, uh, so we'll see. I'll give it a go, but I'm not hopeful yet. Keep the expectations low. Yeah, it's a good way to go through life. That way you're not disappointed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything's magical then. Yeah, too bad it's wintertime. Every, everything but my expectations. Well, my expectations are low right now, but other things aren't, we'll say. Uh, I'm just watching Texas, man. I'm just, I'm just fascinated <laughs> by how it's going down. It's like, like this is like the most significant thing that's happened since Texas has been like, we'll fucking declare our sovereignty. We'll fucking declare it. We'll fucking do it. We'll fucking do it. Like This is like the farthest that they've gone so far, besides like having their own energy grid shit. Well, you know, and now we I have. I think it's pretty commendable too. Like, and all the other states are like, "Yeah, fucking like, yeah, we'll fucking we're on board." And that's how fucking basically a grassroots movement starts. Except this time, it's like entire societies in different states doing it. Oh, and there's so many people waiting in Texas, just like, just tell me when, just tell me when. The well, trucks I, are doing it again. The truckers are driving down there. Did you see them? There's a lot of military equipment moving to that area. It's spicy. Everybody's at a high tension right now. We have lines being drawn and everything. I mean, it's there's a lot that's going into play here that could lead down a pretty nasty path. And nobody wants to say the word. Nobody wants to get it to that point. But we have literal lines being drawn between the states that are willing to stand for this and aren't. It's it's right there. We're teetering. Yeah. Yeah, it, it came four years later than we thought it would. Yes. I think so. I think I expected something like this back during 2020 for sure. Same. Yeah. Yeah. It's partly why we let, we moved because when we were looking around the climate we were in in Washington, I wasn't going to stay and put up with what they were doing when it was against every single part of my moral compass at all. So we picked up and moved 1,500 miles to a place we felt was going to align better. I, that's part of it. I thought I really thought in 2020 we were preparing for this kind of action then. And then I got here and I was like, well, I'm here. So thankfully, but oh, I, hey, I really back. thought. Oh, sorry. My internet like you. froze. My internet froze that entire time. I couldn't see shit. Couldn't hear shit. I was just like, what the fuck just happened? Like did every 13 year old kid just sign on to call of duty in my neighborhood at the exact same time. Like, <laughs> I, I run around just, and turn all the games off and everything, and no one can stream. Everything shut off. All of our phones, everything. Yes, Alan, Alan's community is only allowed one bandwidth. They didn't. They didn't. They just need two more people in order to get the additional bandwidth required. Oh, he's frozen. Oh, looks <laughs> funny because he's stuck in like the. Oh yes, it is very sad. Expression. My face. My face when my community needs one more bandwidth. I uh, I can't say shit though because I have trouble. I'll robot out or I watch and I'm like stuck. And so I went and bought an Ethernet cable today, and I was like, "Fuck this shit! I'm going old school. I'm gonna stretch it all the way across, plug it in, get over to my fucking laptop." And I'm gonna admit, stupid move. I should have checked. I'm not gonna say that this was a brilliant thing, but I got to the computer. I look it up and I go. When the fuck did they take Ethernet cords off of computers? 
there's not one on here. So I got to find an adapter and it, it's just like, let me just plug it in. I just want to not freeze randomly with weird faces halfway through the show sometimes. Like it's ridiculous. So the lives are fantastic, but bear with us because sometimes shit like this happens. It just no, does. It's just standard Ohio problems going on here. Nebraska's the same. I lose. I'll be in the middle of a Zoom meeting for something and I'll say something and then I'll be frozen. It's just, I mean, I think right now I'm not moving the same speed. It's, yeah, it sucks. It is what it is. Yeah. You, do, you would think that our internet would be pretty good these days, but sometimes it does happen. But yeah, we are unfortunately running out of time anyway here on the Anti-Politics Podcast. So I'm going to go ahead and wind her down, but and, uh, See if Alan makes it back before the end. He'll make it back just in time to be like, I love you. I was going to say, if he doesn't, one of us has to be like, I love you all. Yeah. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> we have movement. Hey. Yay. <laughs> You've returned. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, fuck this internet, dude. I pay for a gig. This is crazy. What do you have? Fiber? Yeah. He's got the fiber. It's the same. You get, does it really have the same upload speed? Do the upload uh, average is like four to 500? Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. And then, and then I have periods like this where it's like, oh, fuck you. Yeah. It's just <laughs> out. Everybody's, internet does, everybody's internet does that, though, now, nowadays. I don't know why. It's just sucks. The, inf the infrastructure. I blame the infrastructure. We're investor owned, so. Too Come much progress with no foundation. <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, I was just winding it down here, bud. Um, I was thanking everybody for joining us again on the Anti Politics Podcast and wishing everybody well. And also, just to make sure that you drink your fucking water whenever you can. Drink it. Every day. As often as you can. Whenever you can, 100% of the time, all the time, do it. Drink that shit. your training, get, get to the gym. If you don't know what you're doing, go there anyway, because everybody in there at one time did not know what the fuck they were doing. And if it's that big of a deal, hire, hire a trainer. Even hire a trainer if you think you're doing good. Be surprised to take you to the next level. All right, y'all. Until next time, thanks for joining us again on the Anti-Politics Podcast. We'll see you. Love you. Bye. Drink your water. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>